Welcome to New York Currents. I'm David Glenn. When I began wading into the turbulent sea of journalism, particularly radio, in the 1960s and 70s, I remember that the mantra of, quote, equal time was pounded into us as we entered the profession. The idea was that there were always two, if not more, sides to a story, and that it was our obligation as reporters to offer equal time to all sides. When I was between my junior and senior year at NYU in the 1970s, my friend Doug and I took the concept to really the level of chutzpah. See, we were both active at WNYU-FM, the campus radio station, and during the summer, we set up a sort of radio station at a summer camp. It was really just a microphone and a mixer connected to the PA system, but we thought of it as a real radio station. We would actually edit, do editorials over this uh, ultra-low-watt station. At one point, a sewer line near the dining hall where we all ate burst, and filth was everywhere. Doug actually took the microphone in hand and editorialized that the this hazardous condition needed to be corrected immediately. Well, just about three minutes after our little broadcast, the owners of the camp called us into the office. How could we possibly do an editorial like that on their own property? Well, Doug responded, in all seriousness, well, we'll give you equal time. Now, I bring all this up for a reason. Sometimes well-intentioned policies, like after all, what, what's wrong with a balanced examination of issues? Well, sometimes these could be carried to extremes. Well, in, in my case, in that summer of 73, uh, all it amounted to was uh, something that we could chuckle about decades later. But this month, the idea of balance was taken to a dangerous absurdity in North Texas. At a teacher training session at the Carroll Independent School District in South Lake, Texas, Gina Petty, the executive director of curriculum, advised teachers that if they discussed in class a book on the Holocaust, they should also discuss a book with an opposing viewpoint, as she put it. Well, there was at least one teacher who could be heard on the audio tape, which was obtained by NBC News, saying, how can you have an opposing viewpoint to the Holocaust? Well, indeed, how can you? How, well, what opposing view is there in describing the almost successful attempted genocide of Eastern European Jews? Oh, well, oh yes, come to think of it, there is an opposing view. It's held by Holocaust deniers, these anti-Semitic crazy people who are lately beginning to have too much of a voice. 
Well, Lane Ledbetter, the superintendent of the district, offered an apology to parents and teachers, stating, quote, we, we recognize that there are not two sides of the Holocaust. Well, notice that the administrator who made the original statement did not issue an apology. Her boss did. But I suppose the Jewish community and all decent people everywhere could accept that apology. But we can only hope that this kind of absurdity does not spread beyond North Texas. Well, thank you for listening to New York Currents. We'd like to hear from you, your feelings about this or any other editorial, anything else we do at New York Currents. You can call us at 917-755-6971 or reach us at New York NY, in other words, that would be nycurrents at gmail.com. Again, it's 917-755-6971 or nycurrents at gmail.com.